Hello friends, Ian here, one of the pastors with St. Mo's in Baltimore City, just back with you with Every Day with St. Mo's, part of our daily podcast with the aim of keeping us connected to one another and rooted in Christ during this global pandemic of COVID-19. I want to read uh, for us to get started today Psalm 90 in the NLT version. And just hang with me and be patient because uh, some of the language is uh, quite arresting at first blush. Lord, through all the generations, you have been our home. Before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from beginning to end, you are God. You turn people back to dust, saying, Return to dust, you mortals. For you, a thousand days, or sorry, a thousand years, are as a passing day, as brief as a few night hours. You sweep people away like dreams that disappear. They are like grass that springs up in the morning. In the morning it blooms and flourishes, but by evening it is dry and withered. We wither away beneath your anger. We are overwhelmed by your fury. You spread out our sins before you, our secret sins, and you see them all. We live our lives beneath your wrath, ending our years with a groan. Seventy years are given to us. Some even live to eighty. But even the best years are filled with pain and trouble. Soon they disappear and we fly away. Who can comprehend the power of your anger? Your wrath is as awesome as the fear you deserve. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. O Lord, come back to us. How long will you delay? Take pity on your servants. Satisfy us each morning with your unfailing love so we may sing for joy to the end of our lives. Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Replace the evil years with good. Let us, your servants, see you work again. Let our children see your glory. And may the Lord our God show us his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. Now, just as a caveat, I know there was some strong language in there about the Lord's wrath and about his being overwhelmed by his fury and our sins being spread out before him. And I just want to say for um, those of us who are in Christ that we have uh, the hope and uh, the assurance that he has born our sins and died in our place and that um, there is no eternal penalty for our sins because Christ has borne that and has uh, replaced our sinfulness with his righteousness. Uh, so we don't need to fear that. But what I, w- I do want to draw out of this psalm is uh, the, the notion of time and perspective. Uh, I think a number of cultural commentators and historians have noted how uh, in this this postmodern moment that we find ourselves in, even prior to the COVID pandemic, um, we were increasingly a culture of the immediate. Uh, Amazon Prime uh, was not enough. We want Amazon now. We want uh, what we want, and we want it instantaneously. And And I'm as much a part of that as 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 anyone. Uh, but there's something here in this psalm that um, beckons us to a broader horizon, to recognize that the Lord doesn't work on the time span that we do, 
and uh, that there's actually deep hope and deep solace for us in a broader perspective. I was reflecting this week uh, on, on something I remember learning from uh, the historian of uh, Christianity, Sarah Williams, who's um, at Oxford right now. And uh, I remember her teaching at one point about the evangelization of um, of Europe in the post-Roman Empire era. And uh, after the collapse of the Roman Empire, really what was left was a network of little monas- monasteries, little outposts of Christianity uh, and, and sort of vestiges of the Roman Empire in some ways across, uh, across Europe um, after that empire had collapsed. And as the um, barbarian hordes uh, swept through the landscape, uh, those Christians felt very much alone, but they uh, engaged courageously with the culture of the Lombards and Visigoths and uh, all all the others, uh, learning languages, crossing cultural barriers, uh, sharing the hope of Christ, and um, discipling uh, those tribal groups. And uh, Sarah Williams was sharing about how um, as these monks and missionaries encountered different situations, they wrote back home to their superiors in Rome to, to you know, ask very pressing pastoral questions. What do we do about rampant incest? How do we handle uh, this situation and that situation that they were just uh, unaccustomed to and unequipped for, ill-equipped for? And... Um, and the answer really was uh, was an, a surprising one. And the answer, in some ways, um, this is an oversimplification, but the answer was was the development of the church calendar, uh, something that we think of today as old and stuffy, perhaps. Um, although I know a number of us uh, deeply love it, but the development of the church calendar that gave a sense of time uh, to people's lives so that people who were living in a very immediate culture of rape and pillage and revenge uh, found their imaginations expanded to think backwards uh, to the history of humanity and the coming of Christ, to find their own story, the events of their own day, anchored within the much longer, broader, deeper, and progressing story of God's work in the world. And the net result was, uh, of course, to expand their imaginations such that they could re- could um, endure, endure uh, very challenging circumstances, realizing uh, that they would also pass because they had hope that this history was progressing somewhere, that there was something on the other side of it. And so um, my encouragement for you uh, today is that even in a moment, a uh, cultural moment of immediacy um, that has been even accelerated more in the last couple of months as we, of this global pandemic where we live day to day wondering what the headlines of tomorrow will bring. Uh, the encouragement is to step out, to realize we serve a God for whom a thousand years are as a passing day, to realize that our lives are a brief moment in the grand sweep of his kingdom, this exhilarating uh, victory march uh, of rescue and glory that he is uh, sweeping around the globe faster and more enduringly than any virus. 
and to uh, find solace in that perspective and to find hope in the fact that uh, what seems entirely urgent and pressing and oppressive today, and it is, uh, is not the final word. Let me pray for us. Father, would you visit us wherever we are in our anxiety, in our fear, with our shrunken horizons? And would you give us the grace of lifting our eyes to your work in the world throughout the centuries, across the millennia? And would you give us solace in realizing that this is all moving toward an end, an end in which Jesus reigns victorious, in which he has rescued his people, an end in which there is no longer any disease or suffering or illness or tears for those who are in Christ. And we pray that you would give us uh, that longer, deeper horizon, even in the current moment that we could live with peace, a peace that that transcends our circumstances, and to share that non-anxious presence with others. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.